He'd just see him in the room. Come home from practice, and he'd be sweating his ass off. And I'd be like, "What you do?" Is like, bro, I was just killing at the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though, like being like a guy at the wreck, just like like a frat boy, like, "Hey, I got, me and the buddies are gonna go down and play fives really, at the wreck." I, I really went on winning streaks for real. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're like, dude, Juan, we we played a game to eleven, and Juan had a triple double. It made no sense. My dad used to tell me all the time. He used to tell me all the time, son, don't worry about the mules, just load the wagon. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rock Chalk Unplugged. I'm Chris Tehan, my co-host, Mitch Lightfoot, and our, our special guest today, Dewan Harris. Dewan, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing great. great. Super excited to have you on today. Obviously, you've been the leader of the, of the Jayhawks for the last three years at the point guard position. A uh, little known fact, it was uh, Chris and I's roommate as well. Uh, shout, out, shout out to 365. This is the best room, best room in McCarthy. Uh, but super excited to be here today. Uh, look forward to, to hearing some insight from you. Chris, you want to get us started? Yeah. All right. So, like, we'll, we'll start out pretty, pretty recent what was going on. Um, obviously, Coach Self, he has that medical incident late into the year. Uh, definitely affected the way our team played. What, like, from an insider's perspective, you're the point guard, so you're an extension of the coach. What is it like, and what are the responsibilities that you took on when Coach Self was gone? Uh, I mean, it was it was hard because you know that's our that was our head of our snake. You know, like he's a he's a hall of fame hall of fame coach. You know, he knows the game was better than everybody on our team, even our coaching staff. So yeah. when he got down, I mean, we was like, dang, but. We just knew we had, everybody had to step up. We just had to help Coach Rob Bell. You know, he did a great job anyways with the coaching and stuff. But I feel like if we was all we was more together than, like, other, the other teams we lost to, then I think we would have made a, a better run than we did. But with Coach Self being not there, I think that that hurt us big. But yeah. I, I feel like we still could have did better with Coach Rob because he, he did a great job. You know, he ran the same place Coach mm -hmm. Self ran. He's gonna preach in the locker room, how mm -hmm. you know, get you motivated. So. <laughs> He's gonna do that. Yeah, He's gonna so. do that for sure. What uh, I, I remember when it happened, when uh, the news first came out uh, during the Big Twelve tournament. When did you guys find out that hey, we're gonna be without Coach Self and we're gonna have to go uh, forward with, with I Coach I think Rob? we was uh getting ready for a team meeting at uh, snack time, mm -hmm. doing uh, night about before, go, yeah, night yeah. before going, going over scout, and then Coach wasn't there, and then that's when they told us. I think they told us the next morning. Mm -hmm. They told us Coach. He went to. Uh, he just wasn't gonna show up today or mm -hmm. something like that. Uh -huh. And then the next morning, that's when they told us he wasn't gonna be able to coach. Hopefully, he come comes back the next day. Mm -hmm. But then you know, yeah, it takes some time. But I think I think after after uh, Coach Self's meeting this past this past Wednesday, uh, it, it instilled a lot of confidence in me, <clears throat> kind of showing that hey. He wants to coach, and he wants to coach for a good amount of time oh, going forward. Yeah, I think that settled the nerves of all the the KU fans that were freaking out, thinking, "Oh, this meeting's going to be the retirement mm -hmm. of Coach Self." Like, what do you guys hear about that? Do you guys like read into read no, into that at all, you know, or not really? We, you know, we see everything on Twitter, social media, Facebook, everything on everything. But you know, you know, Coach Self talks to us all the time in the locker room. He's gonna let us know what's going on. So we was we we knew what was going on. It's just we just don't we didn't just let the the world you know how coaches yeah, we keep 100%. everything in the locker room, keep it to ourselves. So hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I mean I loved I've loved watching I didn't I didn't was at work when the like actual interview, like when he had the press conference, but like listening to the footages mm -hmm. after I've never been more confident in the way that Kansas basketball is gonna <laughs> go because I've never heard that man talk like that. And you know, like if he's saying something like that, that dude is he's locked in. The clip of him saying like we've been at a high level, but like I want to take it to another level. Like, like another I was level. like, oh, dude. Uh, like, I don't know what level he can take it to. Because <laughs> you already got it at the highest level you can be. But, you know, that's what you got to do. You know, you're the best coach. You got to keep going, keep improving. You know, you know he's going to the transfer portal this year. So I think he's trying to just up his game. 
and win more basketball games. Speaking of the transfer portal, Chris and I both wanted to get into this. Like, talk about like what what, what the transfer portal means now. Obviously, you, you're you're losing guys, you're gaining guys. Uh, I read I read a stat that 20% of scholarship players at Division One have transferred this year, which is serious? crazy. Which is a crazy number. One in five players is transferring. That's ridiculous. This year. So talk talk a little bit about that. Give give people an insight. Obviously, I mean, uh-huh. the guys that are leaving, they're your buddies, but at the same point in time, you got to do what's, what's what's best for as, them. Yeah. As like a general manager of the team, I mean, you're like you're you're the quarterback. Yeah. Like you're Dwan like Harris Aaron is the general yeah, manager. Yeah, like, you're the general manager. Like you're like you're like Aaron Rodgers saying, "Hey, I want another weapon at wide receiver." Like, yeah. what do you think the team needs? Uh, you don't have to go too much into detail, but just kind of think. Like what? What's going through Coach Self's head, and like what? What's the style of play you guys are wanting to uh, do next year? I feel like what's what's going in going on in his head right now is that we probably need some some better some be, some better wings, but we need wings. We don't got no yeah, wings. Yeah, we have not. Miss we, Jay Will gone, Kev Grady, they all gone. So you know he like bigger wings too. I think so. We got to get that, and then we probably need another big. But really, the transfer portal, you don't know who's going to be on somebody's team. You know, yeah. giving out a lot of money, so. It's like the NBA, like a free agency. Basically. <laughs> you think so, NIL yeah. impacts it as well? Like you, you know, oh. guys, do you think guys are, are going to different schools oh. because oh, I can get more money here, I can get more money there? Oh like, yeah, they definitely they going whatever the bread go, whatever the money is. That's what they, the most <laughs> money they can get. That's where they going. And then they like the if they like the school, they visit it. But they definitely going where the money is. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of mixed reviews <laughs> on it, but it is like. Every year, like I kind of trash the the transfer portal. Like everyone's leaving, no one really wants to ride it out. But then it is like these these first four weeks after mm-hmm. the season's done, like seeing all the big names go. It is like it is like NBA free agency, and it is yeah, so much you. fun to watch. <laughs> we we talked about on our last episode. We talked about Caleb Love, like how he was in, in the transfer portal, and how funny it would be if he uh, if he transferred and came to KU and then had to watch himself missing a shot on, uh-huh. the, on the scoreboard every time <laughs> <laughs> during the national championship. I really thought he was going to uh, to Mizzou. That's what everybody. Really? Thought, yeah. yeah, really. Because I got you know my best friend that plays in Missouri, yeah. Isaiah. He he thought he was going there too, and that's when you know he close to home. St. Louis is right there, out like a couple hours away. So that's what I thought. And then they saw, I seen Michigan on Twitter. I was like, I was just I think I think that that uh that get by Jawan Howard's like a it's like a career maker almost. Like if if oh yeah. If, well, he, I mean, he lost, Dick, he lost Dickerson. Yeah. Dickinson. Dickinson. He lost Dickinson. <laughs> and so, like, to replace him with that, like, it's a bad look to lose someone who's averaging 20 and 10 as your best player. Yeah, and then yeah. to bring in someone at the same caliber. I yeah, think that it, is, like, it has, a, it's like you a have to, like, you have, like, I feel like for, for Howard, like, he has, if, if, if Caleb doesn't pan out at Michigan and doesn't replace that, then I think that, could be not detrimental to his coaching career, but that could definitely be a hit to it. And I, I don't oh, know. They've underperformed the last two years. No, they, they, sure. they've definitely mm-hmm. underperformed. And I think that might, do you think Michigan considers like, hey, do we move in a different direction if the guys, he's bringing in all Americans that, no. and he can't turn them into a, a conference contender? I don't think so. Cause I mean, like think about if we hired, there. like if we hired like Mario Chalmers to be our head coach <laughs> and then we let him have three years and he had two bad years and we just chopped the head off of that. Like, yeah, that, I think that's a bad look for like the alumni and everything. 100%. No, yeah, he, I, he's I losing that. the best big too, one of the best bigs in the country. So that's, yeah. that's, that is hard to replace. You can't find so many bigs yeah. averaging 20 and 10. That's crazy about the, the transfer portal, how you can just completely change the makeup of college basketball every year. And, and it definitely makes, makes college basketball more exciting. Uh, I wanted to get into next talking a little bit about the women's basketball team here uh-huh. at KU. Uh, won, a, won the WNIT championship. Uh, talk about that atmosphere. Talk about what it was like in the field house getting, getting to support them. You know, because um, you know my girls on the team, so you know I've been to every game down to every home game. So 
I mean, you know, they didn't have too many people at the like the regular season mm-hmm. game, but you know, everybody showed up for the WNIT, mm-hmm. and I think that was big for them because you know, playing Allen Fieldhouse with a packed house, with a packed house, it's different. You know, you you ain't gonna win to like opponents not gonna win too many games coming in there with our oh, with yeah. the best fans in the country. So, but with them, I think that helped them out, especially the championship game because they played a they played a pretty good team, and I feel like the crowd got got involved with them pretty well. So. I didn't think about it until you just said it. It's like. If you're the if you're the girl if you're the opposing team coming in to play at the WNBA especially NET girls yeah. championship in Allen Fieldhouse, like <laughs> do you like you're like okay yeah they're gonna have sixteen you they're gonna have sixteen thousand in there for oh we would if they did that for thirty national championships for men's basketball like in the the NCAA tournament that'd be wild wild like, like the higher seed nah, gets the it was, it was loud in there too like it was like I mean one like argue like the men's games but it was. It was oh, up yeah. there though. It was, yeah, for sure. And they, 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 they a thousand percent deserve mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they had. Yeah, especially I think they they really should have made the tournament. But you know, you know how the stuff goes. I think they, they just went to prove that they should have made the tournament yeah. by, by running running off and winning the WNIT. And, and then they're gonna have everybody back next year too. So I feel like they keep doing what they doing and 100%. keep this going throughout the summertime. Get better out the summertime. Nobody. They should. I think they should have be a sick. pretty they, good they, run. I mean, make a deep our, run in the, yeah. the NCAA tournament next year would be awesome. In our athletic department, this last year's, I mean, you were here the first, like our first two years when mm-hmm. our football team was mm-hmm. like awful and yeah. our, like our women's team wasn't that great. Volleyball wasn't doing great either. So like now, I mean, you're looking at the football team becoming an actual competitive team. The games are so fun to go to and the women's games, they're starting to get better. We're playing really well. Like, does that improve? Like, do you think like, I wouldn't say like the attractiveness of Kansas, but like having those events, like having those football games to go to, like, do you think that that has to help recruiting? And you can tell like when you bring people like on officials and stuff. No, yeah, because you know, you remember, like you said, my freshman year, my freshman year, you know, they ain't had too many people at the football game. No. Now, this last past year has been packed. Yeah, they're getting doves, winning big games, and you know they getting better too. And I hopefully you know, like next year, the same thing goes. But you know we we bring in the recruits. You know they they see everything. They see how we doing good in basketball now. They see the football. You know because football is really like the one of the biggest things oh, yeah. next to basketball. So if we if our football program keep doing what they doing, then that's gonna help us out with recruiting too. Oh so. yeah. Speaking of recruiting and, and hosting players, explain explain to the fans that might not know what, what hosting an official visit looks like and uh, and give them a little insight. Mm-hmm. And in a very in a very broad term. In <laughs> yeah, a very broad term. Well, you know, I ain't take no visit, so I I'll try I'm basically they go to the Orier, get a little nice hotel section, a little bed, you know, a little room, but Come hang out with the they guys. They come hang out with the guys at nighttime. They go to dinner with coach. Coach, coach might bring a couple, you know, a couple players yeah. on the dinner, and then you they know, play pickup with the play pickup, come to workouts, watch, and then they you know go back try on the jerseys and go to Allen. But really, just try to have them have a good time. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, know yeah. And do. like show them that like everyone thinks like official visits. It's like, hey, let's bring this dude out here. Let's take him down to the triangle and like <laughs> let's do all this stuff. Which uh-huh. I mean, like. We do do some things to show them around campus, but like it's mostly to show like how tight knit the like yeah like, the our group is. is. Yeah. Like going to Coach Self's house or going to those dinners and uh, seeing yeah, how the players interact that. with each other. Like that's a it's a huge thing for those like the guys you bring on recruits. Yeah, especially because you know we just had a crew in last weekend. You know we showed them everything like what we do. Like you know how you came in using you didn't know what what was no, going no, on. Nothing. Then. I showed him my, how, what I learned from y'all and then from Marcus, even Mitch. Yeah, I, sure. I just showed him the ropes and then, you know, hopefully he liked it when he, when he, if he comes, he comes. But if he don't, be all right. But the recruiting stuff, I think, you know, you know, the coaches talk to the players and I think they just trust in coaches, like our coaches, our coaching yep. staff, because, you know, they're one of the best coaching staff in the country and they know what they're doing. They won championships. 
they all the time every year, you know. So I feel like they just recruiting. They keep talking to the recruiters. They come in, listen, and then just oh yeah, pay attention. Speaking of like, talking about recruiting, talk to us a little bit about your recruiting your okay. recruiting journey. I, I know for for the people that don't know you, you weren't committed here originally, and mm-hmm. and and you changed your path and ended up at Kansas. Like talk talk to us about we that. Stole, yeah, yeah, we stole them. We stole. I was them at Missouri. State. Thank God we did. Yeah, I was God. at Missouri. I was at Missouri State, and then. I was gonna. Uh, I wanted to uh, go somewhere else, you know. Think on. I want to uh-huh. play somewhere big, like mm-hmm. here, like how I am now. But uh, I was about to go back to. I was gonna go to uh, to a prep year mm-hmm. and do AU again, and that's what I did in the uh, summertime. And then Coach Self, uh, Snow CB was got to talking mm-hmm. to Coach Jaren. So I guess they needed a point guard or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know Devon was only here for. I mean, he he was only here for my freshman year. Yep. And so even though I ain't played though, but really, <laughs> it was a good year though. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great year. But um, basically, they was talking, and then Coach Coach uh, Howard got to talking to Coach Self, and then Coach Self came to watch me play at Peace Gym, and then I played. I, I think yeah, we played. I played. I, I think I played my best game the game he came, but I think we lost that game uh-huh. to AOT against Shreve Cooper uh-huh. and being in Boston. Yeah, 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 and so you did against Shreve Cooper, and yeah. he was killing. Yeah, he was, and so that, that I mean that's a good luck. The team was loaded though. Brandon Boston and Shreve Cooper. Man, they no, they was good. They was good, and then. But after that, after PGM was over, I got to, we got I got to talk to Coach Self, and then you know I had an academic problem. So I was on I was doing online classes. I had to do those to be able to come here to be eligible. And then when I got here, I had to sit out for a whole semester. I couldn't even practice. And then when I got to practicing with y'all. I got closer to y'all because at first I wasn't really that close to y'all for real. And then, you used to go to the well, wreck and hoop all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you used to go to the wreck and hoop, and we were just roommates. And uh-huh. like we, I mean, obviously we never saw him. Like we couldn't see him around. Like he couldn't live with us. Couldn't practice with us. <laughs> he just see him in the room from uh-huh. practice, and he'd be sweating his ass off. And I'd be like, "What you do?" Is like. Bro, I was just killing at the wreck. <laughs> Can you imagine though, like being like a guy at the wreck, just like like a frat boy, like hey, I got, me and the buddies are gonna go down and play fives really, at the wreck. I, I really went on winning streaks for real. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure like, dude, Juan, we we played a game to eleven. And Juan had a triple double. It made no sense. I think the uh, the longest streak I won on was like eleven. I think. Well, uh, this dude named Cam. If he see this pod, he 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 can merch it. He. <laughs> he, know, he knows, but no, they was some good runs. They was playing hard too, so I couldn't. And then they didn't know me for it. Like, who is this little skinny dude? Yeah, I'm in here think he good. And dude, red hoops after fun, the though. season though are some of my favorite things. Like my fun. favorite memory of the college was like. After the season, we get like two weeks off, and so like majority of the time, like we take guys really like a week off. But yeah, said, go yeah on. it's supposed to be two weeks, but it's really like a week. <laughs> but we go to the wreck, and my fr- after my freshman year ended, it was like. Frank Mason, Josh Jackson, Carlton Bragg, like we had like crazy like <laughs> talent and Devontae would be in there, Malik yeah. Newman would be in there. So we had like we were running fives against frat like frat boys and, and their teams and it was hilarious because like they'd be like, dude, like what the hell is going on? And we'd, we'd, sometimes you'd mix the teams up or sometimes yeah. you'd have just like all star teams. Crazy experience. The football when I uh, my freshman year when I was going up there, the football players oh, would yeah, go up yeah, there too. Yeah. So that was another reason I was playing. Hey, the best, hey, the best rec player, he was gonna play. best rec player I ever seen in my entire life was Silvio De Sousa. He oh used to go God. out there and <laughs> run people over. He was playing rec for three fourths of the year, anyways. After the K State game, yeah. he was oh. just playing rec at practice. <laughs> Man, dude, that's a, that dude too big, <laughs> dude too big. All right, so let's get back. We got a little off track there. Let's go back to the recruiting, <laughs> and just like we were talking about your first year, how you couldn't really practice or play, um, but you were really good friends with Marcus Garrett. And obviously, you've been lifelong friends with Christian Brown or Christian, yeah, Christian Brown. But um, 
the way you guys play defense is like it's it's similar. Like the I mean, Marcus's fit on that twenty twenty team would be your fit if you plugged in the same position. Like, hey, take away the side of the court, go pick up guys ninety four feet. And you guys were good friends. Was that something he took you under his wing and kind of taught you, or were you just guys like you guys were just wired the same, like just defenders and just were boys? Like, was there um, he took you under wing a little bit? Yeah, he yeah he definitely did. You know, I learned a lot because you know I I used to uh, foul a lot too. You know, start the yeah. game. You know, I couldn't foul, but you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, he he's six five, long. You know, I'm just six one, long. I'm long too. But with him being on my way, I'm watching games, even in Allen, and even after games, we'd be watching like the highlights and stuff. Yeah. But we just, you know, we spent millions of hours together every night, every oh, yeah. day. But being under, I just watching him how he succeeded and locked up people. You know, even playing for Cosell, but like motivate him to be. The best defender in the country. It just it showed me what I can do, and then really that's for real. Like it really did wire me. I, I've been always yeah. gonna play defense like my whole life, but I think playing with Mokan starting at seventh grade, they yeah. they taught me like how to really yeah. preach defense, how to really play. Defense. And then when you come here and you watch some dude get praised as much as Marcus Garrett yeah. was, I mean, dude, Marcus wasn't even scoring points for Which like games from- on games stretch, and like he was the best player, yeah. like. That has to give you confidence where you're like, all right, yeah, hey, I want to be that guy. Like, I don't even have to score on offense. You're a lot better offensively than Marcus. Love Marcus to death. But, like, mm-hmm. you sc- kind of scores naturally. But, yeah, you, I think that, like, did you look at that and be like, okay, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my spot. Like, yeah, I got yeah, because, you know, he, he locked up all the best players and then everybody. Yeah, he locked up everybody. It's, it was crazy. I think it's, it's kind of crazy, though, coming from AAU when AAU's so offense – Offense base oh, and offense I know, like that's. I think they that's just like up. that's like a. Mokan made a you, especially to, at a young age. They made you play defense, picking up ninety four figures. You you know how it was. Oh my god, those practices were hell. And having three, two practices. A Christine's out weekend. there picking up uh, Trey Young and Mike Porter Jr. <laughs> we do the, ch- yeah, we do the channel drill, and I'd be guarding Mike or something. And they, and they would let after half court let you play one on one. Like, what am I doing to Michael Porter? Like, I literally would grab him and tackle him. Like, I was like Ed Reed out there. <laughs> Some of those practices. And he was the truth back then too in high school. The truth. That even that may have been the hardest player I ever had to guard in my life. Mike Porter. Give him his flowers. Mike Trae Porter. Young was nice too, though. Uh, Malik Newman. In no, March. dude, Mike, Mike I, Newman I, in March was practice, crazy. We did practice multiple times at Mocan because Mike Porter dunked on kids. He dunked on Keenan <laughs> Fitzpatrick so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so bad. We cut. We were in Bentonville practicing, and we got to 20 minutes of practice, and we canceled it and drove back. That's how bad Mike dunked <laughs> on the kid. <laughs> All right, but okay, so we talked about yeah, Marcus. Yeah. Now let's talk about CB. Like, mm-hmm. we won a national championship. That is on top, like, has to be one of the greatest feelings, whatever. But you did it with what really is, like, your brother. Yeah, you just explain that a little bit. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, everybody, yeah, y'all know that we grew up since seventh grade together. Yeah. You know, that his mom did a lot for me. His family took uh, took me in, a lot of my other teammates in, um, a lot of my other friends in. And we basically just grew. I used to go to his house in Burlington, even though he he used to say it was boring. But I thought me and my teammates always thought it was fun. Oh, I'm sure you guys had so, so much. We fun. had fun, and then. Going to Mocan practices every day, every weekend, and then everybody going to his house after yeah. after the uh, practice, and then all of us just bonded together, and then me and him got closer and closer. Then we lost, you know, you know how Mocan you lose some teammates and you don't see them again. Yeah, and then yeah, and- us three, me, him, and Isaiah from Mizzou. We all stay. Got the because you know you got to try out again and stuff. Yeah, they might not want you, but they wanted us back. I mean, they stuff. wanted you guys yeah. for sure. Like you just had to go to show face. And then ever since then, since seventh grade to now, we've always been close, been connecting. We do every, we did everything together. Hoops, 
watch movies, anything you could think of. You know, you know, he, he show he even showed me the ropes here too, because you know how CB is, how he yeah, big time, he Mister Big Time. <laughs> but you know, I just, you know, it's just it's just funny, fun being around him. He a great, yeah. even on the court, he's a great teammate. He gonna sh- show you how he is, show show you like. This, this, I'm, I'm that dude. So he is. A, he's unfiltered. He's unfiltered 100 percent of the time. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was thinking back to like my Mocan days, and just in AU in general. It's like, yeah, those weekends, like we would do those two a day practices, and you guys were from out of town. So we, I always had my teammates at my house, yeah. and like those were, that was like a <laughs> that was a good feel of college. Like that was a grind. It's like where you go, you go chill at whoever's house after, and just do dumb dumb stuff the whole time, and then so. go back to practice again Wake and get right yelled out for the next two hours. Like then that, go and then leave and then come back another hour. Oh God! Practice for two hours and then leave again. You might stay for an hour and then practice at nighttime. So yeah, we spent yeah. a lot of time together. You guys spent a lot of time together. I mean, I'm yeah, and you guys got along very well, and that had to have been fun. I mean, the way you guys played off of each other and like there was it wasn't all the time because you weren't like CB's a guard, so yeah. kind of. But like there was definitely times where you guys would make a play together where you'd be like, yeah, hey. They didn't even think about that. Like mm-hmm. Juan dribbled twice and passed the ball and was still looking at the basket. Didn't even know where the ball was. Like him and CB have just done that shit so much that it just kind of came natural. And then like, uh winning the championship together, you know, that that's probably one of the uh, proudest moments because, you know, I I ain't expecting me to be there. I know CB probably didn't expect to be here either. So, you know, that was just a big accomplishment. You know, nobody would ever forget that. And then seeing him do what he did in the championship game, even though I did my part too, but yeah. seeing him turn up. That just made me even more happy. I mean, you turned. I mean, you turned mm-hmm. up too. And like, I think that's that's the great thing about you and CB's relationship, Mitch. You can attest to it. It's like when one of you guys did something, like the other one was more happy than the guy who did it. And then, like, if he did something, you were more happy than he was. Like, yeah. it always was like they were more happy to see the other one succeed than they were. I, you I guys were to see was, yourself. Yeah. You know how I'm so unselfish. I think CB is too, because you know CB could have scored 15. He could have taken a ton of more team, shots. He didn't even take. Yeah, he didn't even. We had a bag. Y'all had a bag on to shoot the ball. <laughs> the me. For, for the first shoot. half of the year, <laughs> and he won. He never wanted to shoot the ball. He just wanted to win. And I think that's what made us tight too, because we always wanted to win. And then you know he always make one to play. I try to make one to plays. So our game just kind of fit in, even though he's six six. But he just you know he just a winner. Like coach always said, you know he gonna do everything. To didn't win. he used to be way taller than CB? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some pictures. There's some pictures, but CB was a little kid until his junior year. Our sophomore year of high sophomore school. Sophomore year. I, he was a baby until like his eighth grade. I remember year. freshman year when summer ended for a uh, Mocan. Came back that next year. I was like, what's the, oh, oh hell no. <laughs> Dude, he had that baby face because he literally was a baby until that time. Like, not yeah. to like out see me. Now we think like, he has he a literally. What what you say? Now he thinks he has a beard a now. Oh, he has a beard. Yeah, my, he had a mustache <laughs> last year. He said that I jacked his style off the mustache last year. I have more of a mustache right now. I shaved this morning. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the border war being back in, in at Mizzou this year. What was that like going back home? And uh-huh. were their fans very accepting? Or uh, what, did they did they bring up anything so, crazy? As soon as we walked in, they started chanting "fuck AU" like the whole time. <laughs> and then um, I think they had like a like a little board. And uh, <laughs> was that Dinkowitz stuff? Where I, <laughs> no, it, no, it's, oh, it's okay. Just, somebody had like, like a board, but I didn't know. Like I forgot who like tabbed me. It was like, look at look over there. I looked in the, uh, the student section, and, and they like showed my ACT score. That's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is a 32, right? Yeah, 32. Dude. I thought it was a 36. All right, 32, yeah. 36. Now I understand. That's embarrassing. 32 <laughs> is embarrassing, dude. They, they did that. And all, that's, yeah, I just started laughing. That was funny. But you know, you know how that is. They just talking stuff. And then, you know, we played pretty we played really good. We, yeah, I put them in their place real yeah. quick. So it's funny after. Yeah, it they, wouldn't have been funny if we yeah, lost. They, and like, they didn't say nothing. When we, when we whooped them earlier this year, like, I felt like, oh, dang, Mizzou isn't very good this year. Mm-hmm. Like, we beat them by 36, whatever. Like, okay. They actually turned out to be That became an impressive win for how much we won by. Yeah, like, that was, like, they yeah, didn't they, they, they made the tournament, right? And they, yeah. they, they lost they lost, the they lost to Princeton. They, they lost, lost to Princeton. Princeton. Second round, nice yeah. job, Mizzou. <laughs> nice job, Mizzou. Way to go. Way to go. They just caught astray. What's <laughs> on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Well, like, our starters and shit had, like, all had 14, 15 points, and uh, I think Ocha had 12. And I was like, damn, that's crazy, because Ocha averaged, like, 20 the whole year and our best player didn't even play with in the natty in the natty I loved after the natty like we were talking <laughs> in our group message and like I think it was you or maybe CB or Ochai just like sitting there being like damn guys can you believe we won the natty and we didn't even play our best game of the year yet like we had like, we were getting better like we were I, I, still I, 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 on the uptick like how good of, would we have been like would we have beaten the Lakers last year? <laughs> I think that's the question you got to ask yourselves. Who the hell is guarding LeBron? I don't think I'm guarding Anthony CB, Davis. CB's been locking people up in the oh, league. That dude guarding everybody, every superstar. Every superstar. Every and clamping. Clamping. Crazy. Crazy. He wasn't clamping you in practice, though. No, he wasn't. I was cooking him. I'm better, I'm better than Giannis. Direct, I'm more physically. Direct shot at CB. He, he couldn't guard Christie. No, he couldn't. I'm more athletic than Giannis too. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's move on a little bit. Uh, we were talking about like your unexpected road to Kansas, and I mean your time at Kansas has kind of been un- unexpected. I mean you you've been here. You're you're going into your fourth year, right? Yep. You're going into your fourth year of playing of playing. Yep. So you've been here five years. And you have two years left. Yeah, two years. So, like, think about this and just, I mean, you've been starting for three years or you've been starting for two years. You played two more years. You have a national championship under your belt. At the rate you're progressing, like, you really could become one of the most well-known, like, statistically on paper. And not even, like, statistically, but, like, people have you in your mind as one of the best Jayhawks to ever do it. Does that, like, did that ever cross your mind when you came to Kansas? Like, do you, have you ever thought about that or am I just messing you up now by mentioning Uh, it? No, I ain't, I never thought, I never thought about it. I mean, I'd still be, to this day, i still be, like, surprised, like, shocked that I'm still even here, bro. But I was, it's just crazy. It's, no, it really is crazy that I'm here and then even playing for KU, like, playing for, and now in Philadelphia, that's, that's, I'll still be shocked to this day. But basically, I mean, you know, like you said, I got two more years. Yeah. <laughs> I still got a year tomorrow, like, next year, coming up, so that'd be my fourth year. So three years, that's, well, two years, that's crazy because I can – Break the assist rate. I can do. I can, can do some stuff. You can do a ton of like, things. I can do a ton of stuff. You know, even with nil. And yeah, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with nil. But even uh, like not doing, like even not breaking those records. I mean, dude, like the way that you already talked about, like in Kansas folklore, we have another good year this year, bro. Like you don't even have to have one record. They may just. They may just put you up on the rafters next mm-hmm. to the national championship banners. Dewan Harris, full size poetry. I feel like uh, the way I play. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I feel because like I'm so unselfish. I don't know, you know, I be I be guarding and stuff. Even though they everybody want me to shoot a lot, but I feel like the way I'm playing, I'm just so unselfish. And everybody like to play with me. And then you know, I play super hard, and I'm the smallest smallest dude out there. And I just show that I can play with everybody. Yeah. So that's what I think it is. I just play the right way. 
Yeah. Speaking it, of the NIL stuff, you, you, you kind of like touched on this a little bit <laughs> beforehand. How how does that how how beneficial has that been to you? I know I know there's people out there that think, oh, this is a bad thing and it's impact it's impacting the, the purity of college athletics, but um, how has it allowed you to, to help not only help yourself, help your family? How's 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 it helped you? Uh really I just now I know I got I don't gotta ask nobody for nothing no more. Uh Whatever my family asks, I give it to them. Whatever, like anything they ask for, I just give it to them because I, I just be saving my money. I don't even be trying to spend my money on nothing. And really, if you just keep stacking your money with this NIL stuff, you can get a lot of money out of this because yeah. they paying people. They schools are paying uh, the athletes now. So, and then us being like the biggest school, mm-hmm. especially with the basketball mm-hmm. stuff, how we in uh, high NIL stuff is. But really, just for my family. That's all. That's all I'm trying to stack all my money for. It. My family so I can make sure make sure they can have anything they want and whatever I want. So really, that's all. Really, that's, just for my family for real. The, the, he's a he's a really good example. Like when we do those nil events, like we get those little happy hours where they mm-hmm. kind of donor money and stuff. Like you're always a person I bring up because that is your outlook on it. It's yeah. like, hey, Juan is. I mean, he's the most grateful to receive those checks just because like he wants to take care of his family and like that. That to me is cool. I think I he's that. everything that's right about nil. Like, <laughs> everything. I mean, he dude, he's a can't like yeah. We were talking about like the way you play the bro. You play like a Kansas basketball player. You're grateful for everything you got. You act like, like one. Like it's you get the respect you deserve too. Like uh, yeah. We, we 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 joked about this, but this is usually the Dewan Harris fan club. Like we, uh-huh. we, whenever anybody says anything shitty about you on t- on Twitter, no, I'll be saying, yeah, I'll be saying I, I have a burner. I have a burner, and a lot of the tweets are going out to Dewan Harris. You guys you guys won't be able to find it, but uh, I get a lot. I get a lot about defending Dewan over here. No, I'll be saying I don't put no comments. I just be laughing. I be thinking it's so funny. Does that stuff yeah. impact you at all, or is it more? It's more funny than anything. Uh, not for real. My mom always told me that words never hurt. So. Yeah. She's been telling us that since we was a little kid, since, since we was little walking around. So I don't, that stuff don't bother me. I just play my game. 100%. He also won a natty. So. Yeah, he was a starting point guard on a national championship, the reason we won in the big second rings. half. So, I mean, no big, no, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, and those Twitter people don't know anything. I've been saying lately, if you tweet one time in your life that Coach Self should be fired from the University <laughs> of Kansas, Twitter, Elon Musk, you should put this in the algorithm. If you tweet that, just automatically ban their ban their Twitter and then have them checked up at like a mental hospital for a little bit just to make sure everything's like kind of circuited right in their head because that is a out-of-pocket <laughs> statement. Speaking of crazy out of... Out, not out of... Out-of-pocket. Out-of-pocket. It wasn't out-of-pocket, but I want to see your opinion on it. During the Women's National uh, Championship, okay. talking about the Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark uh, encounter, uh, what what was your opinion on the whole hand in the face waving? Uh-huh. Like, did you think it was it was out of hand? Like, what, what was your opinion on it? Oh, uh, I, I mean, I feel like it go both ways. I mean, she she just, I think uh, Angel Reese saw that how Caitlin Clark was talking, mm-hmm. and I think she wanted I think she wanted to get in her head, talk to her back, and you know, Caitlin Clark didn't. That yeah. stuff didn't do nothing to her. You know, she was yeah, playing her game. But yeah. I feel like that just I feel like they just that's how our, our man the hot yeah. dudes are. They just talking, but I think I think that people overreacted about yeah, it. Yeah, I think everybody overreacted. But you Caitlin Clark King, she came on ESPN or whatever. She talked about like it's just they just being competitive. You know how mm-hmm. girls just trying to be like how our, how the boys are being competitive, talking stuff. So I, was, I think I, that moment was might have been even better for women's women's it blew, it blew basketball. Yeah. Like it, it it drove so much attention yeah. to it that it's gonna make next year even more fun. It's going to make next year even more the viewership on it's going to go up because people are going to want to watch Angel Reese. They're going to want to watch I think it, more but. people wanted to watch the girls than the, the boys. I mean, I almost oh, like, it, it feels like that, quite honestly. Like during, during, that, during the Women's National Championship, I, I, that was 
an electric game. <laughs> All like, of my friends were, were tuned up, in talking about it, having people over to watch the game, really? and like not really? saying like this isn't deserved, but like I've never seen that before. Uh-huh. Like I've never seen no. my friends like host a watch party to watch the NCAA women's basketball I think, championship. I think this year was like my first time actually watching girls like while playing basketball, even like on TV. Yeah. So it was it was different for me too. Which yeah, is exciting like, to see uh-huh. it, it trending that way because I mean they they get buckets too. Those two teams, I mean those two teams, they played like they were they're fun. And and Angel Reese is talking about this. She's like, why should I leave early to go to go to the WNBA when I can stay, I can stay in college and make bread bread make I mean, more money than I would if I if I went, which is sad. Which but. I mean it's sad, but also at the same time, like if you're the NCAA and you hear that and you don't schedule. Mm-hmm. LSU has to be on the schedule next year. You are missing out on maybe. $10 I don't care what dollars. invitational you have to do. Do it. Make yeah, just make it up. Make it up. Yeah. Lily, make it up. Make them the Iowa up. LSU invitational. It does not the, matter. Uh, the girls they can do one and done, or they can't do that. They have to do. I think they have to do three years. I want to three say. years. Do they or do people just t- do three years because they have no like? There's not really an incentive. Like I, incentive. I swear, I think it was three years. I have no idea, but. I think that a lot more of them, especially the more popular ones, are going to start to do the four, like just in men's basketball, they're going to start to do the four, full four years, five years, yep. just because there's NIL. No, I mean, it's fun to watch. You're going to make more on a, you're going to make more on NIL at Kansas than you would on a two-way contract. I think it's yeah. like in a weird way, it's easy, it's more easily watchable. Like it's more watchable because like think about the WNBA playoffs. You're playing, I don't know if it's seven game series, but you're playing five game series where you're playing the same teams over again, mm-hmm. and then you introduce. The March Madness effect where the 64 teams mm-hmm. upsets happen. You can have one, a girl. One game, like that, the <laughs> better team done. may win nine out of 10 times, but <laughs> hey, the underdog caught him on that one time. Upset. And then you can have people like Caitlin Clark who mm-hmm. just get on a tear and average 40 points, and you're just watching them play next opponent, next opponent. There's not anybody who can get, sit there and game plan. I think it's just a like, more watchable kind of experience. I think that the girl, I mean, they just love like, I love that. I mean, I love mm-hmm. playing March Madness. If you could say I make the same amount of money in the NBA and play in March Madness every year and be a college, like, I would Did you see Will Compton's, uh, his uh, point about how the NCAA March Madness is the most overrated thing in, in sports and all that stuff? I don't I, I didn't see it. I don't want to hear I it went, now. I, I, I saw that, and I had, I had to say something now because, like, that has to be one of the worst <laughs> takes of all time. March Madness is, like, it's like a top three sporting event, right? Of all time. No, like, what I mean, top three sporting event of... But what what else? There's a Super Bowl. What do you what do you rank? What do you rank? I think you got to go Super Bowl, March Madness, FIFA. I'm not a soccer fan though. I'm not a soccer fan. In my personal opinion, said, it's, yeah, it's, I would have said Super Bowl, fi- NBA Finals, then March Madness. March Madness. That's what mm. I would say because that's on sports I watch. Same, oh, dude, seven game finals, series, NBA like Finals. The, the first week of the final, or the first week of the NCAA tournament may be a top three by itself. Mm. Like that round of sixty four. <laughs> you like, haven't experienced that. Yeah, that we chilled out Friday, on the couch uh, and just flipped through games. Yeah, I gotta sit there. And even even in school beers. though, kids, everybody be on their phones watching the games. TV, the teachers might have it on the board. I so, mean, think about your first mm-hmm. weekends, like wherever you're at. Like when we, you guys were in Des Moines this year. Yeah, right. You yeah, we were was in Des Moines. Des Moines yeah. yeah, like think about when you guys aren't in meetings or aren't like prepping for the game or whatever. What are you guys doing, bro? Like you guys are flipping through four channels at different, once. Different channels. I brought my Xbox like, like the YouTube app on my yeah. Xbox. So uh-huh. I was just flipping back on the, on the controller, seeing what other games was on. I was watching the girls' game too, but. There, Did, was some, uh, there was some good games on this year. Oh there, was some, there was some good Did games. Did coach talk to y'all at all about the being the one seed playing the 16 seed? Did he, did he give you guys any uh, motivation? Like, don't let that happen to you guys? We played uh, before. 
Uh, I don't think, want, like, don't want that happen. I don't enough. know if Coach Rob says something. I, I'm pretty sure Coach Rob says something about that because you, <laughs> the day before we uh, Purdue lost uh-huh. uh, after you or whatever. Yeah, that was I, the day before. Or was that the same? I think, day? I think that was the same. Day. I think it was the day, day after. They lost after. Oh, yeah, day but I'm after. sure Coach Rob was tweaking because he was like, "I can't." No, be no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. We uh, went to uh, I think we went went to uh, snack time or dinner, and he he said some stuff like. Don't you dare let this happen on my watch. <laughs> my one you will run back to Lawrence. <laughs> but Coach Rod, he did a good job, though. He, you know, oh, he, he did a great job. He did. He he knew what he was doing. He may not. He may not. Have, he got I don't thrown know. to the wolves like just like out of nowhere. Like yeah. that's a, that's such an unexpected unexpected yeah. situation that yeah. people like. I saw people that were mad like, oh, Coach Rob didn't didn't do this, didn't do that. I'm like, dude, like, how do you prepare for that? The bro like, woke. Yeah, he woke up on whatever the Big Twelve tournament. Mm-hmm. The first game like, was. He hey, woke up that morning being like. All right, Coach Self, what are we doing? There's a decent no, difference yeah. between being an assistant coach and a head coach as well. Like coach, coach Self does so much that people don't see, and I think that Coach Rob like had I mean, he Yo. he did a good job of taking yeah. that all on very quickly and and then doing it well. The two games we lost, uh, the Texas in the championship game, the uh, Arkansas game, like because I texted Coach uh, Rob like after the games, like to keep his head up because mm-hmm. you know that's you know that is tough being mm-hmm. in that position. Then you know. Then we lose, you know. Or, you know, we don't we don't like to lose. Like you know, Coach Rob really don't like he, to lose. He really doesn't. So I knew I knew that that like hurt him a lot. So I gave him a little a little love message. Like, yeah. To keep your head up. Like you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. But I think I think he did a great job though. Even yeah. even to start start out the year when he uh when he, he started coaching us, he did a, he did a great job. Well, so, he he did he did a know. fantastic. It's kind of crazy how at the beginning of the year we, we, <laughs> and then he started the end of the year. In the beginning yeah. of the year, like it it like almost prepared us. Like it was like a beneficial thing for us because Coach Self, Coach Rob already had yeah. some time preparing for being the head coach. And then at the end I of the think, year, I think a lot of people forgot about that he coached us like the first five games. Yeah, yeah. So I, I dude, I was so confident because of the fact he coached the first five games. Uh, I no, kind no, of was me too. I was, I was good. I was thinking in my head like <laughs> it, it kind of be better. It's be kind of written. Like it's kind of written. Like I said last and year. Like it's just kind with of him. Uh, with him, it's you know, coach self gonna get on you like about the the, the smallest stuff. Yeah. You know, he he kind of more like freelance. He let he let yeah. some stuff slide, but you you know, coach self gonna. Hey, if you miss a, a box out or something, like a rebound, like, you know. Like One read. Go, yeah. get, back go cut. get them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, back cut. But, you know, it was it, it was different, but it, it, at the same time, it wasn't different because he was doing the same thing the whole year. Yeah. So. And I think I think that I don't know about, like, you're obviously, like, don't don't comment on this, but, like, it doesn't matter what Coach, <laughs> what Coach Rob was doing in between that 40 minutes. I know for a fact, for a thousand percent fact, that Coach Rob had you walking out of the locker room to go to tip. The most lit you'd ever been in your life. Uh, like, what was his speech like? <laughs> what was his speech like? Uh, bleep, like? bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I want to say before the. Um, I think the first game in the uh, tournament, he gave us like a like a, a speech of like so we don't like get upset or something like that. But I think the second game he was more calm. Okay. But he was also you know he was still turned up though. But oh yeah. It was it was like a like a calmer one like a like a little smooth one like. He, okay. He, For the people that don't know, Coach Rob may have the most energy when it comes to pregame speeches of all time. Motivation like, speech. My first time I had an experience with it, we were in Madison Square Garden. Gonna make you cry. We were in the we were in the <laughs> Knicks locker room. I forget who we were getting ready to play. I think we're getting ready to play Duke, and we're in the Knicks locker room. And he walks around the room and he goes, "Duke didn't recruit you." Oh my they God, I remember that. You, they don't like <laughs> you. They don't recruit you. And then he gets to Josh Jackson, and Josh was like, <laughs> "They kind of <laughs> like, they, they, they recruited you." <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's like, 
they're eating your food off your plate. It's it's just the most motivating speech mm. you can ever get, and you're ready to run through a wall. And I wish ready. people could experience that before the game. There's got to be a way yeah. we can get a fan gonna, experience for that. Well, well, him, he gonna, you're going to be ready with his his speeches. You're going to be ready to play. You're going to be ready. And I think they posted Coach Sell's pregame speech for like the national championship. But they didn't coach post coach Robs for Villanova, before, yeah. and that may have been the best yeah. pregame speech I'd ever heard in my life. You see he me, I was me. playing defense out of my mind in the oh final four. <laughs> he had we, me going. <laughs> we came out, we came out so hot because of that speech. Mm. He, that was the most lit. I mean, most turned up. Like I think, like what you said, like it'll bring a tear to your eye. Like, dude, I actually was in there, like, <laughs> like kind of sad. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was crazy. I'm gonna go to some of the fan <laughs> questions. <laughs> I flew too close to the sun with that one. <laughs> All right, this week we're doing fan questions with the one. Uh, I posted a little link for people to ask some questions for you. This one's coming from Jordan. Is Dewan more excited to play UConn at Allen Fieldhouse, Missouri at Allen Fieldhouse, or Kentucky in the Champions Classics, in or Maui? What are you most excited for? Yeah. Maui, you gotta, dude. You, you gotta say Maui. <laughs> Maui. You gotta go to Hawaii, especially playing in that atmosphere, playing at, uh, at the Maui tournament. Especially I, when it's like it's like snowing in Kansas, and you get on a mm-hmm. plane and you're at a beach. But you remember my freshman year? You remember I went with y'all? Yeah. I, I didn't get to play, so I was just watching, just. In Why? the hotel room watching yeah. too, right? No, I was I thinking I was behind. You remember I was behind the bench. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, we'll yeah. I, was, okay. I was behind the bench and then I was just watching like it was just crazy. And then now I remember them talking about it my freshman year and talking about like in if you in four years you'll be back here playing and now like, time just four years is up. He's it's back. Oh my god. already here, so I'm just, that's that, that's what you yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Maui. Yeah, say Maui. You got to. Yeah, that, that's an easy one. I mean, yeah, especially after yeah. what like the what, I, the what I saw my freshman year. Yeah, know? what you saw after. I mean, that especially was, like after when we had that day there after winning it, like and we hung out with all the Dayton players and stuff. That yeah, was that one was of the, cool. that was one of my more memorable. Jumping off the cliffs and so that was that yeah. Was, that was that when was uh, Obi got up there and wouldn't jump off. <laughs> you can't climb back down the like. They have a black rock. It's a cliff. It's like a really sharp, like rocky cliff up to the top and we're jumping with Obi top and we just beat him in the championship and somehow we're hanging out with them and Obi got stuck up there like he (laughs) would not jump and we're in there there's like lifeguards and he's like I'm coming down like no dude like you are not walking down here like you are jumping next question ask him what he this is coming from oh can't say that word this is coming from uh, Bennett's conscience (laughs) (laughs) someone's burner appreciate the question ask him to recall what he thought about his first practice, practices guarding Dotson and Marcus Garrett while Ooh. trying to get around ball screens up high from Doak, Silvio, and David. Man, because you did, yeah, I know that. I remember I, I went practicing. No, that uh, was a good. Semester. That was a really, really good question. Yeah. So I was when I got there. You know, I'm little, I'm smaller than I was now. Wow. Oh. Came one fifty five, one sixty. Shout out Ramsey, man. Shout out Ramsey. Oh, but. You know how Devon was fast, like he was so fast. He was too fast. He needed to be strong. You know I can smack the ball down, and I, if I smack it, he is still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'll lay it up, and then playing. You know, playing with Mark. You know he. You know how he is. Yeah. You foul him. He foul him, and then he'll get on you. He, <laughs> he'll give you 15 stitches. He'll look at you. He's yelling. Like, but, all right, uh, all right, all right. With him, uh, you know how he, he was stronger and he was longer than me, so it was hard to guard him too. Mm-hmm. And then with them coming off the ball screens. 
I swear, like, people don't Do- understand ball screens from like Doke and Silvio and Dave. Like in, in practice, in practice, you're getting though. your head taken off. Like and then you got to try super hard on on red team, on scout team, so it, it makes it even more worse. You getting you getting tired. You are on defense for half the practice. The, the so, 2020 team, we did have the best red team of all time. Oh, though. we had the best red. Team. I forgot. Yeah, that was all three of we us on that team. We we, we had the best it was team. so it was us three. Who else? Was us three. Tristan. Tristan and J. Will. J. Will. Sylvia was out. Sylvia yeah, came I told you. Sylvia was playing. Game, he, he was, was playing at the rec for a three, four, seven. CB, he just get on our team just to get on the team. On block out break. Yeah. Out <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, we used to win more than we would lose uh-huh. against a, the number, the unanimous number one team in the nation. Is like, yeah, people bro, don't believe me, but we remember that one practice in the KC when we, we beat them by like twenty. Oh, yeah. who we, who you're gonna play? Uh, that was like right before a uh, Big Twelve tournament, right? Yeah, very. Oh yeah, that was our last practice of the year before before COVID canceled the season. Think about the last time your Kansas Jayhawks unanimous number one teams in the country were on the basketball court together. Dewan Harris, Chris Tehan, Mitch Lightfoot beat them by 25 in a 15-minute game. <laughs> that was probably one of the more maddest I've ever seen Coach Self in my entire life. And then he he get, was like telling people to go run and touch the – he's like, go run and touch the scoreboard. And then he get the call. He got yes. on the bus. Yeah. No, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's give people a little bit of an insight from your perspective. What was it like when they canceled? Tell the fans. like, uh, For real, just seeing everybody else's faces, like y'all faces. Like, like we, we were prepared for the game, right? Like everybody was taped up, ready to go. Like, yeah, everybody was. Natty. Yeah, and then y'all, we had the best team. We had the best big, best defender, best point guard. You got Ochoa, one of the best role players. Well, yeah. At the time, he was a role player. Role, at the time, he was a role player. Isaiah Moss. Like, we was. CB was coming off the bench. CB was coming off the bench. As an NBA player, it was coming off our bench. (laughs) So seeing that, seeing everybody faces, and you know, some people, they were seniors and stuff. They they couldn't even like finish. They couldn't even play in the Big 12 championship. They couldn't even play in the Big 12 tournament. So just seeing how the the, uh, season got shorted and seeing, like like I said, y'all face, everybody faces and like how everybody was down because I I knew that y'all was going to win a championship. But the whole country knew we was going to win a championship, win that championship and seeing how that didn't, Go how we wanted to go. It just it made me even like like I was like kind of messed up about it because yeah. I was it was fun watching y'all seeing mm-hmm. seeing dope Mark like I said all the people of us playing like, that was like half of those my first time like seeing like last time seeing them play in in person so it was just it was sad because I thought I thought y'all I thought they was gonna win it coming yeah. back to we we got on back on the bus and and drove back down on Fieldhouse and then coach was like do you guys want to you guys want to like practice <laughs> all of us i mean and like this is bad to say but like oh, we all looked at each we were other just like just so like, emotionally like cashed because no. like like you just like ripped our season out of our hands and coach was like you guys want to practice yeah like, you guys want to go play pickup one last time we're just all like nah like i want to go lay in bed i forgot he, had, he said that but does that like did that i mean you hadn't played a game yet at kansas like does that kind of put it in perspective like i mean obviously that was an extreme like extreme exaggeration but like really you don't know when you played your last play like did that kind of put it in perspective and like not light a fire under your ass but value like just, every second like yeah. yeah value every second like it, sh- it kind of shows in the way you play like i don't know if that's part of the reason of it mm-hmm. but like did it i mean yeah like because you know time going by fast you oh, know yeah. this college stuff basketball going it's gonna go by it's gonna go by fast i'm already like y'all, y'all probably didn't expect y'all to get out of college this fast. And I'm already on my fourth year. So. I still feel like a freshman. I, that's what I feel like. <laughs> so like I, I feel like I was just here. But seeing all that, it just made coming into that next year. I knew I had to. What I had like a great year, like a, but I had like a decent year. So I feel like coming in, I think I I did all that I could could do in the season. And I think after that following year, how we had that little down year, I feel like we all. 
How much, yeah, did that like mo- that. How, did, and how coach, much did that motivate you? And like, coach oh. tested him that year, if oh, you yeah. remember. 100%. Because um, a lot of people wanted me to, like, transfer. Yeah, I remember. But I was like, I mean, coach told me that I was going to play, but I knew, like, coach was going to bring, like, bring all them point guards that he did. And yeah. For it, that just made me just go harder, and I just knew what I needed to do. And I feel like, you know, coach is a defensive player. I feel like that made me turn up even more on defense because I ain't, I ain't had to do nothing the year we won a championship because we had all the players in my role just yeah. to play defense and get us the offense and O-Child, Dave, yeah. you. Y'all, bash y'all, y'all, just bash out the ball. Y'all go get a bucket. And that's all I had to do. So it, that, that made that, – y'all made it easy for me. And then all I had to do was play defense. You know, coach love defense a yeah. lot of people. So that just made it be more even more easier for me. And then I already knew so much coming in because you know they was all everybody was new that was that came and then yeah i was but but you a lot of people forgot like because remy was starting with me yeah and then he got hurt and then you i mean you stepped right into yeah. that role and mm-hmm. you also play a game that like bro like mark you're like a mark like we compared you to marcus garrett and mitch you can touch on this too like if you play like marcus garrett or you play like dewan harris and you play defense like that it doesn't matter you what are, you do on offense you are yourself will playing play. Yeah, you play. I think that that's the cool part about your how your game's evolved from even last year to this year. Like your offense has come so much farther as well. Like yeah. you get in the lane, you're gonna hit you're gonna hit your running foot running floater off mm-hmm. the glass. Like I think Bro, that, those still make sense. Your jump your jump shot's gotten so <laughs> no, much better. No, I think that shit I'm excited to see your your jump into this yeah. next year. Like you have an entire off season of work. I think, I think it's gonna be pretty pretty special for KU fans to see. Yeah, but uh, they got me doing the workouts now, Coach Case. You know, because you know he, you know he can shoot, so he know what he's talking oh, yeah. about. Uh, right now, they got me like coming off ball screens, shooting behind ball screens more better because you know teams gonna probably try to keep going on the ball screens and stuff. That would be yeah, that's not so. Wise. I've just been working on that and the workouts, getting and making my release faster because you know I got to set shot, I got to take time to shoot. Yeah. So I, that's what I've been working on mainly the most. Yeah, and I mean. You kind of just touched on made me think it's like you came into the position as a defensive player. Like no one really talked about your offense. Like they would say you never turned it over and got into your offense. But then like at the beginning of this year and pretty much three-fourths of the way through, people forgot that you were a defensive player because of how good you were playing on mm-hmm. offense. Like when you were scoring, like I mean, I don't know if you saw the stat, stat I'm sure. Like when yeah, you scored under five points a game, we didn't win a game. Every game you <laughs> got over five points, we won. Yo. <laughs> Which is like when you hit the five point mark, I'd be in my I'd be in my couch like yeah, let's, let's go guys. Go. Hit the <laughs> I know, after the games I'll see everybody like tweets and stuff, I'll just be dead. I just be like, wait, that is true. <laughs> Next question. From Fog Advisory, how nervous was Juan after he stepped out of bounds while trying to while trying to run out the clock in the end of the 2022 national championship game? Um, uh, I wasn't nervous, but I was about to be. I was about to like like be like sad. damn, like I like damn, be yeah, be sad. Basically. <laughs> I but saw, coach, I saw. <laughs> but coach, but soon as I looked at coach and coach, just like he's like next play, just next play. He it did. did. He was like. Like, <laughs> I'm like me in front of how many fans? What, how seventy thousand? I'm just like, well, it doesn't matter. Seventy thousand. Yeah. Once you get over seventy, doesn't really playing, matter. Playing, uh, watch t- people watching on TV. Over ten million people on TV watch. I'm like, dang. But then coaching, you know, and then y'all, y'all teammates, I, I, I made me forget about that even happened. Then. On to the next spot. We 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 don't get a stop. And I think that, like, you're in that situation, though. Like, that happens. Like, you're in the national championship, Uh, bro. Like, you don't dwell on that. You automatically are like, (laughs) we got to fix it. We got to fix it. We got to find a way to win. (laughs) The thing is, because you remember, I I played the first, like, 10 minutes of the second half, Uh and then Remy played the rest of the 10 minutes. Yeah. So then Coach slugged me in. So I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even stretch. I'm cold. I'm like, I was just shocked. So I got up. I ran into the table. 
I tried to. I was running as fast as I could to get the ball. I, I was doing. I think I was just going too fast. You did take off though. I, I, you took off. I mean, I, took, I mean, when you got that rebound, I was like, game. I was like, let's go, <laughs> like, let's go. We are the champions. I would have ran out of. I would have ran <laughs> into the scores table probably. So like, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> and then it would have been a turnover too because if even if I didn't like step out of bounds because you know I was leaning already out of bounds and I just threw the ball. Only person I saw, I think Jay Will. That's the only person I saw down there. And then when I threw the ball, I looked up. The ball was going this way, but you know they called it down. So we may have gotten lucky. I didn't really watch the end. No, of yeah, it. we got. I yeah. just remember, I just remember you stepping <laughs> out right and being like, uh, "If they hit this three, I'm gonna be really hurt, <laughs> like really, really hurt." But you, we was getting stops though last year. We at the end of the year, we was guarding. So. Oh, we were guarding. I mean, think about the way that we set up. Like you were saying, you played that first ten minutes, and Remy came in, and he obviously did things offensively oh, that, man. like he was, bro, he's a different Thanks. breed. Like no one else can do those. But you came in, and I mean, you got those, you got stops. You were no. in steals, starting the fast breaks. Like you played a huge role as much as Remy was, like in a complete opposite manner. Like Remy, yeah. Remy mm-hmm. didn't play any defense except for that one block. Yeah, yeah that big block. But like you played defense and sparked the run, and then he he came in and kind of was the closer where you just finished he, it off. He closed that mud. Yeah, by score. I mean, by hitting yeah. those step backs or whatever he was doing. And each one of those <laughs> shots, I mean, Mitch, you whatever what was going through your head. Every time he did those step backs, I was just sitting there being like, "Bro, <laughs> terrible what shot, is terrible Remy shot, doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love Remy. Love him. Yeah. How excited are you to? Like, this is a little bit of change of pace, but how excited are you to mentor this new group of guards coming into KU? Um, You're the old head now. Like, yeah, it's, I'm the it's, old head. It's, it's it feels different now because I know that I'm going to have to lead. I'm, I'm going to be the voice of the locker room, and we got five new, five or four new kids. They all guards, too. So mm-hmm. basically just have them, just talk to them about, like, just having a defensive mindset first before trying to do a lot of things because, you know. Easiest way think, to make Coach happy is yeah, I think Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people, when people come in here, they they not thinking about defense. They thinking about other stuff, trying to score, mm-hmm. trying to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play with, with Coach Sell, the car coaching stuff, you, you're going to have to be able to guard, be tough. You know you know how he is. But really just pay, pay attention to the, the small the small stuff, the details, 100%. and just be be ready to come in and work. And work so, 100%. yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I think I mean you're you're in an easy place where you don't have to prove like why you should be the leader. Yeah, like you just come in there. Very gonna be, solidified role. Yeah, you're, they're going to be looking at you, and so you can lead by example as much as vocally leading. But yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think you do a great job of leading by example. I think another thing will help uh, that Jenks here too because he's been here for four years, and the yeah. coach been trying to have him being like a boy suit for like the walk ons and stuff. So Jenks, you know, Jenks he loud when he want to be loud, so he yeah. he be talking in the gym with me. So it just. That's a good thing. He, he's there, too. But, you know, me and him going to be the both leaders. And I think probably. I did. I mean, I remember getting that role kind of with, mm-hmm. like, what Jank had. It's like, that's, yeah, that's like what the, it did. That's exactly what it that's did. That's, like, the most fun <laughs> thing to do. Like, I, you just sit there. You have your own little red team. And obviously, like, it matters. Like, you matter to the team. But it's like, we aren't playing in actual games. Like, you got to get these boys right. And, like, just having fun, like, getting to yell. Like, all, you the, little, like you, all the little walk-on freshmen. Remember how you used to uh, get mad, like, when red team not doing, like, good oh, yeah. And like, like we gotta help the blue, blue, uh, the blue team. That's basically what Jank be doing. And then like somebody yeah. on red team would be doing bad, and they wouldn't yell at the guy that was doing bad. They'd yell at you because they knew you were in charge of the red team. Like, Chris, what the hell's going on? Well, like, they <laughs> turn around, cuss the guy out. Well, they would know that like I would get mad, yeah. like really mad, and then they knew I was gonna say something like that was out of pocket. So they were like, "All right, let me get some free entertainment halfway through practice." Chris, you're lacking, bro. You are not playing hard today. And I would turn around. Red and team sucks. I was. <laughs> I would tweak out. And they probably thought it was hilarious. They would just do it to to see what I'd say to somebody. And especially Coach T, Coach KT, I know he 
I know him. I mean, he used to make he used to try to make me run outside and go touch the foul pole. Practice too. Go run, 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 go run to Hogland Park and touch the foul poles. Chris, if you let him get another offensive rebound, you're gonna have to run and touch Rock Chalk Park. I'm guarding Udoka, coach. <laughs> there was a time, and uh, I think it was your sophomore year. Was it your sophomore year or your freshman year? It was my freshman and sophomore. You year. had to play the five on I the played, red team. Christian <laughs> is guarding Udoka as a boogie. Oh my God! I mean. And here's the thing, like I'd never, never, like I had a, I had a bunch of weird injuries. I've broken my nose. I mean, I've gotten stitches in both eyes countless times. But for some reason, with Yudoka Azubuki, his favorite thing to do to me was elbows. turn elbows. He would elbow me in the Adam's apple. There was one day I remember like him hitting me and literally being like, I think I just breathed my last breath. Like, I just broke it. You got to tell the story about the loose ball. Oh my God. So this is a great, this is a great all-time story. I can't remember if this was my sophomore or junior year, but I don't I just, think- it was my freshman year. This is my freshman year. This is really like my first <laughs> month on campus. We're practicing to go to Italy. <laughs> And, you know, practice gym, we have a full court, and then we have a half court on the other end. You know, there's no rules. Like, no rules. So there's a loose ball, and me and Doke are chasing it over there. And you clearly had it. I clearly have it, bro. I have it in my hands, and we're by those double doors. Uh-huh. This man picks me up by my waist and starts shaking. <laughs> like a dog with, like, a rag toy. And throws me into the double doors, bro, and I fall out of the gym. <laughs> Coach is like, Doke, you can't do that. And Good I, job, though. And then he looks at me. He's like, "Chris, you're gonna let him do that to you?" Coach, you not see how big he is, coach. And I literally, I literally thought I was dead. Like he threw me into the doors. Like it was like a, it was like a, like what you see a bully do to a high school kid in like a, a movie. movie. And he threw me out of the double door. I remember getting up and just being like, "Bro, I'm never playing at Kansas. <laughs> do I really want to be Dude, here?" And then you had boot camp too. So I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'm probably oh. wanted to quit." Oh no, yeah. That month later, uh, I think and we we had we had that. uh what coach self calls dick days where like he just gets mad for no reason and i think <laughs> absolutely days, no reason he just like wakes up on the wrong side of bed all right and doke was laying on the ground so this is like back to back months uh-huh. with you doka like i mean and doke were not friends for a little bit <laughs> he was just running in straight he's running straight, straight compression shorts bro the man's laying on the ground being like oh i'm, I'm so tired and like, coach self's like get up we're running another one and then he's like just adding shit on <laughs> And I'm sitting there like a little freshman, probably 20 pounds overweight, just had literally drank a million beers the night before, like an idiot, like leaning over a trash can. It was awful. Me and him were not friends for a good part. <laughs> good part of my first year. I think that's the part about getting older. Like boot camp gets a little bit easier. Like it's, I think it's a great way to not, not scare freshmen, but it's like more of like a if you can get through it as a freshman, then coaches are just looking to see if you're going to be soft and say you can't do it or find an excuse. I think you just get through the stations. Yeah. You get to those stations, you're good, but... The 30-30s, no, Those no joke those keep, those keep me up at night. But yeah, the best those. thing about it is, is it's the last day. There's a light at the end mm-hmm. of the tunnel. Bro, it didn't matter. Like, I don't think I understood. Like, <laughs> I didn't care. Like, I would, like, I you was... You start to get blind, and like, you can see a little dot, and your vision's, like, blurry around the outside. Yeah, blurry. That's, that's boot camp for you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Waking up at 6.15 every... At two weeks, what? I think we went a week and a half this year. Was boot camp harder this year or easier this year? Not the way they was the same. Is it about the same? Yeah. Well, last year when we I think last year was much easier because you know we was older. Like we was not we knocked we knocked it out. Oh yeah. I think this year it was. I think this year was more tougher. Hey, good luck I for mean, you guys this year. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! I forgot. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. You I'm might, gonna, you might, might want to. I'm gonna have to lead. You know how they gonna be. You had to be yelling the entire time. Like you lose your voice by the third day. Like, but this 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 past year, I did. I was in the front though. I was yeah. in the front. So get the inhaler ready. Ooh. 
Oh, my bad. Jay will leave. Jay will walk by through a blood pressure thing. He's going to take, take, take your oxygen level. <laughs> I, I, I want to say, I don't know if, we, if it was boot camp. No, it wasn't boot camp. Never mind. It wasn't even boot camp. Never mind. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's been another great episode. We had Dewan on. I'm sure he'll, he'll be on again in the future. Uh, we've really enjoyed our time. Uh, tune in, like, subscribe, drop comments, interact. We, uh, we'd love to see what you guys have to say. Uh, it definitely impacts our interviews, and, and it helps us give better interviews. Yeah, so. and we're going to do more of those question and answers. So we, even under the YouTube videos, question and answer, we're going to pick five to ten each time. We'll we'll say you're at, ask the ask our guests those questions. They can be and, anything from like questions you want to know about the player's life before Kansas, or they yeah. can be about concerns you have about the upcoming teams, like situations. like. And keep them, keep them PG. Please, <laughs> me and Mitch have to sift through some that are absolutely disgusting and hurt our feelings and our, and our Christian values. If you guys want to laugh, go to, go to our Twitter and read some of the comments underneath. There's Salty K-State fans, Salty Mizzou fans, we can inappropriate do a, KU fans. Let's do a couple. Oh, oh, wait. You just mentioned K-State. Before we sign off, this is like kind of an encore at the end. Uh, Juan, what's your opinion on um, them having Elite Eight in their profile picture on Twitter right now? Congratulations. K-State basketball team. Oh, Oh, I will uh, show, I'll show it to you before. I didn't bust. I didn't even see. Let I, me see. I gotta show you before. Uh, they gotta. They... <laughs> There's Dylan over there. No, finish it. Finish it. Finish it. I gotta show you. <laughs> we're show. We're, we're we showing. gotta show this. Yeah, sorry, we got off track. We were most. We we're supposed to talk about this during. Uh, I was going to say, K State and Mizzou fans both have caught strays in this episode, so we'll gladly accept a stray for the next week or so. K State's bragging about their Elite Eight appearance in 2023. Congratulations on the Elite Eight. Yeah, congrats. I mean. And, oh no, I can't say too much. Yeah, he, he can't. He can't. We can. Yeah, y'all can't. I can't say too much. All right. Well, yeah. Well, hey, we're gonna hang uh, the women's NIT banner right next to our national championship banner now. After that. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I am. I am excited for what's to come for Kansas athletics. I think we're on the right path. I think. I think women's. I think the baseball team doing pretty. Baseball good Baseball teams. They're yeah. on a seven game win streak. Yeah, that's aren't what I'm they? saying. Yeah. yeah, they're on a seven game win streak. So I think Kansas basketball is headed in the right direction. Travis Scott's doing a great job. Um, Hopefully we can get him on the rolling. podcast soon no, too. I think, I think uh, slight in, insight, we might have uh, Mr. Goff coming on the podcast here <laughs> soon. So that'll be a great next guest because we had a great one today. He'll be hard, yeah. He'll be hard to beat Juan though right there. So he, he may not. He, beat this yeah, one, no. he, may, he, may, he may have to not come on for a couple of weeks and let this yeah, one cool off. I'm going to have to come right back on here next week. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Hey, appreciate it. That was another episode of Rock Chalk Unplugged. We're out of here. Rock Chalk.